You're listening to Dental Talk from VivaLearning.com. Welcome to Dental Talk. I'm Dr. Phil Klein. Today, we'll be discussing bioactive cements and the role they play in the cementation of restorations. Our guest is Dr. Thomas Dudney, Clinical Director of the Pacific Aesthetic Continuum Hands-On Programs. In addition to teaching hands-on programs, he has presented workshops and lectures at dental meetings and has authored several articles on aesthetic and restorative dentistry. Dr. Dudney, it's a pleasure to have you on Dental Talk. Great to be back with you, Phil. So we're talking about bioactive cement, so it's only fitting for my first question to ask you to define bioactivity. What is bioactivity? Well, that's interesting, and it's kind of a buzzword in dentistry. Even though it's been around for a while, uh, the true definition of bioactivity is having having a an effect on a cell or a living organism, okay? So what that effect is in dentistry is, if it's a positive effect, is would it have an effect that's beneficial, okay? So most dental materials over the years have been basically inert. The idea behind materials is to put it in and to not basically do anything, just restore form and function to a tooth, and that's all. But now we're looking at some some new materials that might actually be beneficial. So bioactivity, people will look at it different ways. Uh, for example, uh, some people early on would say anything that releases ions that have a positive effect. And the first example, that would be like glass ionomers because they released fluoride ions and those fluoride ions would actually make the tooth stronger, uh, prevent uh, bacterial invasion and things like that. So, but most people today, uh, if you read a lot of the experts and, and, and the, the people that are doing the most research in this field, they tend to think that, that the fluoride release is more of what we call biointeractive instead of bioactive. To be truly bioactive, you want to see some characteristics. Uh, for example, if you use this material, will it form appetite when it comes in contact with bodily fluids? So some type of appetite layer. Uh, will it uh, raise the pH level? Uh, will it release ions in addition to fluoride like calcium or phosphate or something like this that, what, that might remineralize teeth or actually heal teeth or, or promote dental health or promote pulpal health? So this is the kind of area that we're getting into, and, and we're kind of in the early stages. Right now, as far as bioactivity, uh, there's, two, there's two companies that have sought and received FDA approval to call their products bioactive. And, that, and the first one was Pulp Dent with their Activa line, which we could talk a little bit about. And then also um, Shofu has a gymer technology that releases several ions, like six ions of pre-reacted glass. And uh, they also have FDA approval uh, to call their, their products bioactive. But for everyone else, there's a lot of other products in this category that may have the same benefits because they release ions like calcium and phosphate and fluoride. And that's the true benefit because some of these other products that although they'll work well and they'll, they may hold a restoration on or, or be a good restoration like a, a, a resin material, they don't really do anything to promote health. Yeah, no, that was well explained. So what role do bioactive cements really play in dentistry today regarding the cementation of restorations? Okay, so this is where it gets kind of exciting. Okay, so first off, there's a lot of research that's being done. So let's say that it does form appetite. So let's say material forms appetite. And there's some research that shows that it does when in contact with bodily fluids. Okay, two things happen here. That appetite layer, one, could it 
help or increase retention, okay? Because it actually is gonna have a chemical bond to tooth, okay? So appetite against the tooth. The other thing is, is that it might promote gap closure. So if there is, if even if it's a small, uh, less than 40 microns or 40, even at 40 microns, which most people tell you is a really small gap for, for a crown or for, for a restoration. But if you can have, if you form appetite there and, and you actually cause that gap to close, it could prevent any kind of uh, bacterial invasion, uh, any type of microleakage, any kind of marginal breakdown. All these things could be beneficial. Plus, these materials, because they, are, uh, they elevate pH because of calcium release, uh, pH levels have, have been shown to, to be alkaline as much as a pH of plus 8 or 8.5. So this uh, makes them bacterial. Yeah, yeah they're, they're antibacterial because of that. And the other big benefit of an alkaline pH is it helps uh, neutralize you know, acidity, you know, when saliva becomes acidic, you know, you're, you have all kinds of problems. acid erosion, you have uh, easier to get decay and, and, and enamel breakdown. So if we can remineralize and strengthen teeth and at the same time elevate pH, this could be a big, big, big benefit. Yeah, no, that sounds like a game changer. So once you cement in the, the restoration with a bioactive right. material, how long does that process that you just described go on for? Well, you know, and this is this is interesting too because you know there's a lot of research being done there. A lot of people, a lot of companies are claiming that this this ion activity, this ion release activity, is rechargeable. Now we've seen that for years with uh, like glass onomers and, and and products like that, and even Shofu's Gyrma technology, where these ion releases will actually recharge from ions in the mouth or in the saliva. So if that's true, this could go on continuously because these materials actually could recharge. Uh, we see the benefits of cements now uh, because, you know, restorations are showing less marginal breakdown. Uh, we see less sensitivity because of alkaline pHs. We're, we're seeing that uh, pulpal health is promoted uh, because of, uh, you know, dentin formation and things like that. So, you know, these the calcium release is, is becoming a is becoming a big thing, calcium ion release, because there's a lot of benefits from that. We're not in prime time yet with bioactive cements. I don't think so. I think it I think we're just getting there. And uh, we're seeing it in, in in root canal fillers and things like that where uh, uh, perforation repairs or some some really good success there. And uh, some of these products, uh, some of these companies are uh, putting out some products that, you know, really are, uh, you know, promoting dental repair, dental health. Uh, didn't bridging. So we're, we're seeing something that the future looks really bright in this area. So mm -hmm. what I, it's, it's exciting to think about uh, all the possibilities that we could see a cement that doesn't just hold a restoration on, but actually is kind to the tooth seals margins, promotes health. Uh, you know, so all of these things could be tremendously beneficial going forward. So what's the mechanism for the release of the calcium ions by the bioactive cement? Obviously, there's clinical benefits to that. If you want to talk about the mechanism and how it actually plays a role in the actual success rate clinically. So, 
Well, when calcium is released, calcium will actually, you know, benefit because of not only remineralization, but it elevates the pH level, okay? So you're going to see a more alkaline pH. You're going to see saliva is going to be less acidic. When saliva becomes acidic, as we mentioned earlier, you know, clinical situations become worse. So if you're going to have a, if you can neutralize that uh, acidity in saliva or you neutralize acidity in the mouth, uh, uh, an alkaline pH due to calcium release could be very beneficial. Do you see most companies selling bioactive cements in the near future? I mean, w- would... Yeah, I do. I yeah. think I think Pulpton is kind of the leader right now with their Activa line there. In fact, they call their cement uh, Activa bioactive cement. I think Saracen, Bisco's product, even though they don't claim it is, is a bioactive cement, uh, it releases calcium and fluoride. I, I love Theracin. It's a basically, it's a self-adhesive resin cement. It has a resin component, which is nice because it makes, you could do a little flash cure uh, and, and get the excess cement in a gel state. It's easy to clean up, uh, but it's uh, it releases, like I said, calcium and fluoride. Pulpton's product actually releases the bioactive cement, calcium, fluoride, and phosphates. So all three ions and, and recharges too. So because these cements recharge and because they're kind of the tooth and kind of the pulp, uh, it, they're, they're, it really is, is it, uh, to me in my mind, it's kind of like the new cement. There's nothing wrong with the other cements we mentioned, nothing wrong. And the other thing too is that these cements can be used in conventional cementation, meaning where what we call, we refer to as looting, where you don't treat the tooth and you don't treat the restoration. And you still get pretty good bonds because you're going to get some bond to tooth and some bond to a zirconia restoration. So what would you say to someone who's using glass onomer for, for a long time and they're saying, hey, I've, I have a chemical reaction with glass onomer. There's an ion yeah. exchange. Yeah. Is that, I mean, they have a point. What's, right. is there something major? Yeah, they do. I have some yeah. colleagues that still use glass and love them, and there's nothing not to love about glass onomers other than their physical properties just aren't as strong. The fluoride release is great, and glass onomers have great fluoride release. They're really, they're great for children that have a lot of saliva, hard to isolate, you know. Uh, they work well, you know, they're very moisture tolerant, but they will, you will see marginal breakdown with them. They don't have good now the fluoride release will help with that with bacterial invasion, but uh, that the reason that we have resin modified glass onomers is because they just wanted to make the physical properties of glass onomers stronger. Right. So that's why we have resin modified glass onomers. But again, other than fluoride release, there aren't that many benefits other than they're simple and easy to use and they're great in a, a moist environment. Right. But when you can't, think, when you have trouble isolating, they're fantastic. They're great. Oh, for, yeah. Like you mentioned, great for pediatric right. dentistry and also for uh, geriatric dentistry. Gary, yes, indeed. And so it's funny, the two ends of the spectrum, really young patients, the really old patients, glass onomers are great for. And I have, listen, I have tremendous respect for uh, dentists that still use them because I, I tell dentists a lot of times, listen, if you're having success and you're not having clinical failures, that doesn't mean you have to change just because a new product comes out. But there are some new cements out that are coming out that may have added benefits that were, if we could cut down on remakes of crowns, uh, I think one of the sad things in dentistry is, is that the insurance companies, 
<laughs> I don't even get into insurance. That's a that's a whole hour podcast. But they will they recognize five years. They are. I mean, five. Are you kidding me? Right. A crown. I mean, a crown should last longer than five. But they will pay for another crown if it's been more than five years. That's what dental insurance says. Well, a crown should. We all I think would all agree crowns should last longer than five years. So, but I think you're going to see some things where we could increase longevity of restorations. Uh, maybe possibly with some of these new cements and have healthier teeth. We could be benefiting the teeth too through remineralization. And, and it's not just cements. Uh, uh, there are other, uh, you know, bases, liners. Uh, Bisco is just coming out with what they call TheraBase. Activa is a base liner and a restorative, a resin restorative. So uh, there's companies that are coming out, like I said, endo fillers, uh, perforation repairs. So there are a lot of things out there that are quote or people think of as bioactive like if you will that are used for a lot of different clinical situations other than just cementing on crowns right and it's it is very exciting because these kinds of materials can almost eradicate recurrent decay and that's it's, and there are some people and i i'm not i mean i can't say that because i'm not i do clinical dentistry i don't do research but there are some people that think that if if what some of the studies are showing right now, Stephen Jeffries and some of the people that are doing a lot of research in this area, if you get gap closure with appetite formation, you literally could theoretically eradicate recurrent decay around mm -hmm. restorations. Right. So what right. you're saying is a possibility. It's not a it's not a pipe dream. Far fetched, right? Exactly. Yeah, really exciting stuff. It shows that we have a very promising future. Yeah, all I patient. tell all young I tell young dentists that all the time. Your future in, in dentistry, I think, is bright and getting brighter. Yeah, what a great time to start practicing. Of course, oh, once, this, once this pandemic is behind us, I think the pandemic uh -huh. uh, will be behind yeah. us soon. I think so um, too. Yeah, and uh, again, thank you so much, Doctor Dudney, for your time. You've you've really provided us with some excellent information, so well articulated. You're giving us the latest and the greatest in such an easy to understand way. We really do appreciate it. It's uh, kind of you. I appreciate you saying it's kind of you to say, but if you hadn't told me you're an endodontist, I never would have known because I thought your knowledge of clinical dentistry is very good and you're to be committed for that because you don't you, you didn't sound like an endodontist early on. You're you're <laughs> you made it easy for me because you ask great questions and you ask them in a way and follow up in a way that's that very astute. So awesome. I I very I really enjoyed this and, and you made it easy and fun and I appreciate you for that. Thank you so much. Appreciate the nice words. We'll have you on again soon. Thank you and be well. You take Sounds care. Sounds great. You as well. Thank you, Phil.